Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Man Baggage. I'm Russell Kane. This is the safe space where I gather boys together and milk their minds of viscous insight until my man baggage is empty. Every week I get encouraging messages from listeners, male and female, who are enjoying this Haynes manual into the male mind, why bits go wrong, why we don't communicate properly, why we communicate too much, and ultimately why we stare at boobies on Instagram even when we're married. Not me, that's someone else. And the surprising thing has been the female interest in this show. When we started it was supposed to be in the sort of male mental health area, men gathered round, touching their cardigans, dipping digestive biscuits and talking about why they're in pain. And that is still where we are. But it has quickly turned into an area where women can listen in and try and find out why the hairy ape they're living with is going wrong sometimes. So it's proving uh, a sort of encyclopedia of male behaviours and and the things that go wrong with men. But that said, we're using the one weapon that everyone seems to forget to use with blokes, which is humour, banter. We know that when men go wrong, when their marriage breaks up, the first thing the other guys want to do is make fun of them. This is not because we're callous or part of our brain didn't grow, ladies. It's because humour is one of the tools we use to try and unlock what's going wrong with men. Yeah, Gary's been dumped by his wife. Let's make jokes about his forearm growing because he's going to wank himself to death. A few pints later... Then we make sure he genuinely isn't going to wank himself to death when no one else is listening. That's how men work. I don't understand it either, but that's why we're here. And back in the real world, before someone ate a bat, I would often have two or three men gathered in a real studio, but we're still online. So just one quality male drafted in whose brain I want to drill into and see inside. And that is none other than stand-up comedian, I mean, that does that sells him short, really. Obviously, a stand-up comedian, a touring artist. In fact, we've been gigging together for many years. But also a sort of satirical social activist whose stunts shed light on corruption. And I think more or less boarding a plane to Ukraine as we speak for another bit of hilarious banter against Putin, I hope. This Simon Brodkin. Thank you, mate. Just hero would have done me. Yeah, hero. <laughs> and uh, we could just sit here and talk and go, well, you know what women are like? Yeah, yeah well, I'll get it. But that's where other male or lad-centred uh, shows run into trouble. They, they don't have the confidence to bring in a strong female energy to act as an auditor to call bullshit on the stuff that we come out with or to call truth on it. And today I'm joined, I'm so pleased to say, by media personality, host of Saturn Returns, it's Kaggy Dunlop. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for doing this. Where are you in the world? Are you in your house? I'm in my house 
in Notting Hill, Labrick Grove. Because I could see quite dark furnishing and a yucca plant. I didn't know if you were like like your, nan, <laughs> your nan's house in Surrey or something. <laughs> no, that's just my personal aesthetic. Oh, shit, sorry. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so retro and kitsch. I love it. I love the irony. And uh, oh, how I don't know how to describe where Simon is, but it looks like his head's touching the ceiling of a doll's house <laughs> or something. This is the only room in probably most of London that makes me look tall. So um, this is my attic. And most people wouldn't be able to actually get in here. So uh, my five foot six is looks like I look towering in here. Is it a real conversion or a fake ass conversion where you've just boarded it out and can't officially list it? Um, I didn't know there was a choice, and I definitely would have gone for the fake one by the sound of things. It was it was an attic. We had um, kids and couldn't fit him in the house. So. Uh, now I live here. How many are you up to now? How many children? Just the two, mate. Yeah, oh, we're tapping out at two. As I say in my stand-up show, after we have sex now, my wife snorts a line of crushed up morning after pill. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay just wa- wants me to get done. She wants me to get neutered. But I do just worry about my next wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's what this podcast is about, mate. And my cat sadly has gone missing as we were talking before we started recording but my cat had his balls chopped off a few months ago and um he he just seems so much happier now that's what i'm saying you get to a certain age as a man and you instead of looking at an animal's balls being removed and going that's out of order you become jealous at the simplicity of their life imagine going an hour without googling bikini shots wouldn't it be amazing so, Kagi, what's your domestic setup? Married? Spraying out children yet? No, not quite. I am in a relationship, though. But I, yes, I'd say that that's a few years away. Wait, Russell, do you have children then? Yes, I've got one six-year-old who's basically uh, contraception in personality form. There will be <laughs> there will be no more children. I've got twins squashed into one female head. It's amazing. I can't wait till she hits puberty and hers and Lindsay's cycles synchronise and then I can just kill myself. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so tell us about Saturn Returns. Obviously, we know Simon Brodkin. You, please, if you don't know Simon Brodkin, head to his Instagram page. Uh, he puts very funny sketches on there as well as um, reminding us of some of the amazing stunts he's played on the anywhere from Seb Blatter to Theresa May. Um, so check him out. Also, please go and see him on tour. He's a phenomenal um, stand-up comic, character comedian. He's so multifaceted. It's vomit-inducing. But, Kagi, tell us about... Um, Saturn Returns. So Saturn Returns is a podcast, it's an astrology podcast that I've been doing for the last year and a half, not a little bit longer now. And our audience is very heavily female. So it's interesting to be on this to kind of have a better understanding of the male perspective, because sometimes men listen to our show to get a better understanding of the female psyche. Our audience is like 94% female. So really, uh, and we explore. Remind me to come to one of your live gigs. Well, we had we had a tour last week, actually, and it was like, yeah, just a sea of young women. How many people were wearing crystals around their necks when they came in? No, it's not actually. (laughs) Becky, your amethyst has touched my moonstone. Be careful. It's not that woo woo. It's actually just I mean, we're telling personal development stuff under the umbrella of, of, of astrology and your Saturn returns is essentially something you experience in your late 20s, it happens around 29, where Saturn returns the same place in the sky it occupied at the time of your birth. So with it is supposed to bring this sort of cosmic coming of age where you kind of start to live a more authentic life. I was 28 when I did my first comedy gig. What the fuck? So as Saturn was re-dropping, 
I picked up a mic for the first time. Was it something that you wanted to do for a long time? And no. Then some, no. Not at all. It was a cynical dare by someone at work. I mean, I'd always toyed, I've always been like the funny one in the group and it was something over there that you might try one day, like a bungee jump or a parachute jump, but it was not up the list oh. of, I wasn't born to do this, but lo and behold, Saturn was dropping. Well, and exactly. I, what the fuck? Shit, yes, so mate. So you often have like a big shift in career or can, you know, change relationship dynamics and... So does that yes. happen again when you're 56? Exactly. So it happens while, when you're approaching 60. So if you're lucky, you'd have three. Mm, and each okay. one is an, a new initiation into you know the next stage of adulthood well, so. just like the idea the heavens are like rewind let's run it from the top Saturn <laughs> right <laughs> anyway the reason I've, I've asked you so many probing questions not just because I'm interested to know about Saturn returns and where you're coming from in life it was to display in a virtue signaling way my curiosity which is what we're going to talk about today this is the subject I want to talk about today it's always best to define terms at the top. Curiosity is a quality related to inquisitive thinking, such as exploration, investigation, learning, evident by observation in humans and other animals. So not, not that popular with astrology, evidence-based observation. Curiosity is heavily associated with all aspects of human development. But I'm going to ask you the hardest question first, Kagi, and I'm only asking you in your experience with your Gjeldem. Are men more curious than women? I would say, I would say no. <gasps> it's been my experience that women are far more curious to sort of, de I look through the stuff that I'm talking about and based on the audience being, you know, largely women, I'd say it depends what aspect of curiosity, but into the sort of personal side of it and, you know, introspection, I'd say women are more curious, maybe from an earlier age. It's true though, isn't it, Simon? I mean, I think what, kills a lot of men like health wise is a lack of curiosity i've got a chest pain let's just not even investigate that bye dad bye forever is it like a terminal condition of men that we're just not curious enough when it doesn't matter and when it does matter before i was told this was the subject to what we we're going to talk about today i had no idea that that was part of the stereotypes of men versus women <laughs> and no interest didn't look into it <laughs> <Not ironically. laughs> There you go. There's a lot of stuff I don't know, and I'm not interested in filling in those gaps. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there is no truth to the rumour of lack of curiosity in men. No, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, what is, is it, it, a bloke's just, like, head down and meant to just not be looking up, happy with what they've got, less inquiring, less, I mean... Uh, well, inquiring is, is it's interesting because there's a change of terminology there, and the stereotype is that... Which I'm not saying I disagree with it or agree with it. In fact, I better disagree with it if I want to continue to work. That men are more intellectually curious. So is it like patriarchal sexism that stopped women becoming the great chemists and pharmacists of the past? Probably, yes. But the, the stereotype is we would like see all E equals MC squared, but what's behind that? Let's, be, let's waste 10 years of my life curiosity investigating that. Why is my wife crying in the living room? Ah, it doesn't matter. So we're less curious on the interpersonal stuff is the stereotype. Well, I think that's probably because most things have been, uh, well, all the hard graft, sadly, for the last, I don't know how many thousand years, has been traditionally done by the women. So probably leaving us to go, right, well, uh, uh, better have a think about something. Huh? But that could also, could it not be some of the problems we've got with men? I mean, the reason why men struggle so much more, statistically speaking, with their mental health and certainly with their physical health, we die of a lot more heart attacks. We leave our cancers a lot more longer. We leave our pains and grumbles a lot more longer. Half the time what kills a bloke is a lack of curiosity. Oh, it's probably just a third testicle. It's not a lump, is it? Bye, Dave. Bye forever. 
I think it ties into a number of things. One is, you know, we're talking about the patriarchy and I think that definitely plays a part in it as to why men were perhaps able to excel in more academic ways. But also it ties into the feminine and the masculine and the, the way men think is far more linear. So they're far more like problem solving. They want to fix things. Hence, when you have a conversation with your partner, or if, you're, if your wife or girlfriend is crying and about something, you're just like, okay, how can I fix it? Mm. Whereas women sit around and have conversations just to have conversations, just to be kind of curious about their feelings, about their emotions. We're far more open at just like receiving that kind of information without having to solve it because women tend to think in a slightly different way, a more lateral way, perhaps. And so I'd say that that's kind of an aspect to it. But we also both possess the masculine and the feminine. We can like lean into those aspects of ourselves. And that's mm. a separate thing to gender. What are you curious about then in life, like food, knowledge, I don't know, science? What What, what is it where you just get on one and want, and want to know more, Kagi? Apart from astrology, obviously. Yeah, but the astrology piece is kind of, like I said, it's a it's an umbrella which I kind of view these things through. And I think it allows people to do personal development and self-development in a way that doesn't feel like they're stuck in the self-help aisle of Waterstones. It's more like, okay, these things are happening collectively to us and it's unifying and also personal. So I'd say that I kind of like to explore things just in a slightly more abstract way, but it really ties into personal development. Like, how do I know myself better? How do I understand my patterns of behavior? How can I like not repeat cycles that are no longer serving me? How can I be inquisitive about my past and not bring that into my future and also just like own these aspects of myself. And that's probably the thing I'm most curious about. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Simon, what are you most curious about? I mean, the comedy you do would suggest that you are sort of engaged politically. I mean, you could be like me, pretending to be politically engaged, but thinking, what's the funniest? I'll just fucking do it and then pretend like I cared about it afterwards. I'll put my hand up. That's me. So uninterested in Brexit. Will it make a good 20-minute routine? Oh, I'm engaged all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, funny first. Um, being fairly narcissistic, probably my main interest is me. Uh... <laughs> That can be a good thing if used in the right way, though. It can be a way to develop and push yourself and be successful. 
Can you be too curious about yourself? Well, is I've gone. There's, there's a few changes that I've got. I fairly, I tend to get fairly obsessed with the one thing I'm interested in at any one moment in time. So whether that I was a doctor, and obviously the obsession there was the science and the learning, and then was when that disappeared, it was the comedy and the characters, and you know, with Lee and with with Jason Bent, and then now the most recent obsession is about the stand-up comedy, straight stand-up comedy, which for me has been the most amazing crossover of professional and personal inquisitions. Because what the stand-up does, we've gigged from back in the day. Um, I've always worn a cap and a tracksuit and pretended to be someone else. You always being you. And there was a, and, and this, uh, the last since two and a half years, it's been working out, oh, my God, what do I care about? What do I think? What do I want to talk about? So definitely that has opened up whole worlds of being curious about actually. And then once you realise you're interested in something, digging down on that. And that definitely is to do with politics, definitely to do with, um, you know, just, you know, heritage, Jewish, all sorts. But, yeah, I, I guess it probably does come from a fairly male stereotypical self-indulgent curiosity because it's about <laughs> furthering me rather than helping the world but i, I want to get successful and then give that money to charity so i'm a really good guy at the end of it right kagi do you th think men are for whatever reason more vocal with their curiosity i don't i'm not sure i do having lived with more than one woman having created a woman now a girl they seem to ask a shitload more questions in fact, I think I just—I mean, I will just prove it. If Simon and me went to the pub now, and three of his friends were there, and three of mine, and we got in at six in the morning, and Lindsay was waiting in the hallway to go, say, what's happening with say, what's happening with Simon's children? I probably would return, not being able to tell you his children's name. I would imagine. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. So, is, is he happy? I don't know. Well, what about your mate Lee? He he lost his job. Is he all right? I, I forgot about that. What about Martin? Because he had that health issue. I don't know. What the fuck? What the fuck did you talk about all night? Where well, is I'm it? Really, Kagi returned really to the hallway. Yeah, okay, it would be like, oh, here's my PowerPoint presentation of everything I learned about uh, Rebecca in the first portion of the evening. If we'd just like to go to slide two. I feel like w women come back with a lot more data. <laughs> well, I'm curious about what that's to do with if you guys would be able to kind of... Honest truth is, if, if you... If Lindsay asked me that question, you know, what, why, why don't you are? And the honest, brutal truth, I'm going to say it, guys, because a lot of you won't have the courage to say it is, it didn't occur to me when I was out because I genuinely wasn't interested. There we are. I've said it. I'll take the bullets for every other man. It's not because the banter was so good or the football was on or, you know, we were just having so much fun or we were dancing on the music. It just didn't occur to me. I probably should have asked how Dave's kids were. And what's happening with Dave's redundancy package? I probably should have asked that, but I had a funny video on my phone of a goat being wanked off, and we looked at that, and then we just spent the night laughing. Okay, that kind of brings me to another question then, which is, you know, you spoke about it at the beginning about how humour is used as the sort of default setting for men mm. to communicate with each other, and often I've noticed with interactions between men, like if something slightly uncomfortable comes up or like they don't know how to handle the subject immediately humor is like where mm. people go and you guys are both doing that as your careers so what's <laughs> what do you think but is it can, behind it, that it can be a good thing if that humor leads to a deeper moment that's what this space mm -hmm. is supposed to do i think well, yeah need that. i don't think it's a bad thing but i'm i'm curious like 
what that's to do with. Well, it's a bad thing if it defers. It's a bad thing if it defers insight or discussion completely. It shuts it down, yeah. Yeah. I think it completely does. I mean, I wish sometimes that these stereotypes weren't true. And there's definitely many, many aspects of me that you would argue, oh, you've got the, you've got the feminine side there, which is all old school and dated sounding. But that is, from my experience, a completely different set of conversational rules, of interaction, of interests. And Russ is completely right in his little funny act out there that we <laughs> could hang out for eight hours and I it's wouldn't true, have though, asked him. It's almost like it's the sign for me with my friends of the opposite. It's actually a bad friendship when I have to go, so tell me about your kids, how is work, all those things that yes. I don't, that don't float my boat. For me, a really close friend, you forget all that, you cut through all that, and you show them um, the uh, ghost porn on the <laughs> <laughs> But is this like a is this a sort of social conditioning thing or is this just well it's not just it's not just so like my my best mate in the world is probably Daniel Stone we met at swimming lessons when we were eight you know it's it's that sort of friendship where you just go into the pub and it's just instant you're doing jokes from when you were twelve and farting and walking up and all the normal stuff men continue to do until they die but we turn up you're right I would probably say Laura okay kids okay how's your sister how's your brother we talk about it a bit but then it would be like did you see that article that basically COVID could have evolved from a virus and then we'll just be down some wormhole to do with science or we'll have an argument about about morality that's great yeah i think russ is showing off there it's straight about the future of uh it's humans engineering or, and it's bottom human or no, yeah but no but nerd do you never descend into nerd rather than be curious about personal information but wait, wait, i just want to like to say here also i think there's a bit of a misconception but it's actually there, there's some valid truth in it that men think women just talk about relationships and that kind of stuff. And sometimes, I think they do a lot more than men, but, you know, a lot of women just want to talk about all sorts of other things as well. What, Dunge Dungeons and Dragons and science? I don't think so. Stop <laughs> luck. Not, not that. <laughs> I think most male friendships are operating on a more superficial level than most mm. feet. I mean, what most? I mean, we're talking about a few billion. So I'm just, my experience. And the statistics suggest you're bang on, sadly, Simon, because, you know, that's why we don't catch a lot of issues with men, because the friendship's too superficial to catch proper depression or proper... It's like a different world, a different language, a different communication skill set. I'm not saying I, I don't think that, you know, women talk about, you know, the cliche things, but they talk, they open, nothing is off limits. There is an emotional maturity, an emotional truth to what people are prepared to share. It's like a multi-faceted, moving shape blokes who are just like, football? Or I, 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 It sounds tragic talking about this. I mean, as, as I say in my stand-up show, I talk about this and um, I'm currently on tour, few tickets left, signbroken.com. Um, <laughs> I, I talk about this. I go, I've been, I, first of all, I take the mick out of, of blokes for being so tragically bad at communicating with each other that we resort to, like, you know, when I was at school, go, gay, gay, like how pathetic that is. And women don't do that. And I talk about how I've been mates with my friends 20 years. 
And, uh, you know, I said, I don't know anything about them apart from their answers to hundreds of would you rather questions. <laughs> because obviously that's distilling it down to the very bare bones. But there isn't this, I, I don't know whether it's an interest, whether it's an openness. Where, and I don't know where it comes from, whether it's, you know, our DNA or upbringing or whatever, with testosterone fling around or just, you know, generation after generation of saying it how it is to the next generation. So we just learn. But I do think that I look at my wife and her friendships and I'm like, wow, they're like doing things that we would never do and talking and sitting and, 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 and just opening up something that I think blokes do far less frequently. OK, guys, we're going to take a break there. That's the end of part one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 